is Ivanya Easley, CEO and founder of Love E Fashion and styled by Love E. Here with another podcast episode for y'all. Of course, it's going to be short and sweet like I like to keep them so that you can listen, get whatever notes that you need to get out of it. Hopefully try to apply them and move on to the next episode. And this episode is all about doing the work. If this is your first time listening to an episode to give you a quick overview and recap, I'm Ivanya Easley. I'm a certified personal stylist. I run a styling company and retail tech platform. I help busy professionals show up how they want to be seen in the world. So I work with a lot of corporate um, speakers, authors, lawyers, doctors, anybody that is a professional that really wants to make sure the world sees them for who they are um, just by looking at them. Let their wardrobe do the talking. And so I created this podcast more so for my fashion entrepreneurs, not for clients. I'm not giving out any style tips. I'm only giving out business tips if you're interested in getting into the fashion industry as your career. So this podcast It's kind of a series of different topics that I touch on that relates to the business side of style, the business side of the fashion industry, retail industry. And I just wanted to share a lot of times you don't have as much time in an interview or even an IG live to really share um, more detail and more in depth about the industry. I've been in the industry for over 20 years now, and I've been doing it professionally for a living for over 10 years. So I just wanted to share insights and hope that they're able to help anyone that is interested in the industry, um, whether they're getting in it or they just started in it or they're in it and just need a little help, need a little um, a little feedback, a little more knowledge. Uh, I know we're all super busy, so sometimes you don't always have the time to do all the research that it takes, read all the books. So listening to a podcast is a great way to get some knowledge from other people that have already lived it, done it, read all the books, did all the research, etc. And I've done a combination of all three. I love to read, so I read a lot. And then I do listen to a lot of podcasts as well. I've actually had experience, and experience is always going to be, to me, the master teacher. You can read about something all day until you actually have to do it and get to experience it and deal with the different personalities and different sides and facets of the industry. You can never truly have a full understanding. It's the same as like being a parent. You know, you may say, oh, I want to be a parent one day and this is how I'm going to raise my kids and this is how it's going to be until you actually become a parent and there's going to be ebbs and flows. Everything's not going to go according to plan. Your child and your children all have different personalities. So it's easy to say how you think something's going to be until you actually lived it is my point. And so I created the podcast to share my live experience, my real life experiences and hope that it helps someone else. So this is not fancy. We don't have any fancy editing or intro music. This is just me sharing my heart, being authentic and genuine and hoping that it helps someone. So today's episode is all about doing the work. And I always suggest you go back and listen to the podcast in order because I hit, like I said, a different topic. I started with my story on how I got to this place um, with the business, um, how I started, all the a lot of mistakes I made along the way, a lot of things I've learned along the way, and how I'm trying to level up to take my business to where I want it to go now that I got past the part of like, <sighs> 
Oh, you get in business, you're trying to get clients, you're trying to make enough money to replace your day job or take care of your family or do all three. And then you get to that place and you're like, okay, well, now what's next? Now I want to make more money. I want to be able to do this. I want to bring on a team. I want to be able to grow and scale beyond me and myself and I. And so that is the part of the business that I am on now is leveling up. But to do that, you got to do the work. So that's why this episode is all about doing the work. Excuse me. (coughs) Sorry about that. I felt like I had to clear my throat. But uh, this is all about doing the work. And I actually had a clubhouse panel with other fashion professionals, what, maybe a week or two ago? And that was one of the questions that I asked. Is like, what is doing the work? Because everybody's always like, you got to do the work. You got to be doing the work. You got to be doing the work. But nobody's always explaining what exactly is the work. Um, I just had a student um, take my class because the other thing is I do teach a formal class on how to build your style business, what I've done to build my style business. And I was talking with one of my students and she was like, you know, what is it? I, I, I looked at the videos I get the understanding. I know I have a good eye. But what is it that I should be doing to do the work? And I was like, well, since you're just starting, I mean, you need to get some testimonials from people you work with. You need to get pictures. You need to get your website up. You need to put your packages together. You need to figure out your pricing. You need to figure out how you're going to meet clients. Like, that is doing the work. But doing the work at different levels, I mean, doing the work at different levels is going to mean different things. So if you're just starting out, that is going to be doing the work. Getting your foundation, getting set up properly, getting your business together in regards legally and, you know, incorporated wise, whether that be a LLC or EIN number, registering with your state, wherever you're at. All of those are different foundational things that you're going to do when you're starting a business versus doing the work when you're at a different level of your business. So for me, that's not doing the work anymore. I've already did that work. The work I'm doing now is different. The work I'm doing now is like, how do I get my business to scale to a million dollars? Once I get to that million, how do I get to the next million? Versus when I started the business, it was like, well, how do I make, you know, 50,000? How do I make a hundred thousand? Once I got past that, it's like, okay, well, what is the next level? I'm trying to scale and really make an impact. And it's not about the money, it's about the impact. And money gives you a lot of freedom and power as well as the opportunity to make an impact. The more money that you make as a company, as a business owner, the more you can support other people. I have a real heart for nonprofits that focus on women and girls. So the more money I make, the more I can give back, the more people I can create jobs for. And creating jobs is empowering somebody else's life because now they're making an income doing what they love and a good income that they can afford to survive doing what they love. So for me, that is where I'm at in the business, where in the beginning, I was just like, I need to be able to take care of me and mine. And now it's like, well, how can I take care of other families? How can I grow my business to be able to impact many, many, many lives and not just my life and my family? So that is what doing the work is. And you have to think about what is it that you need to do to do the work? Um, I tell everyone all the time, One, you can't plant a seed and expect to see the harvest the next day. That is in life, period. No matter if it's your business, weight loss, actually planting a flower, it's not going to grow overnight. And the other thing is it's not going to grow if you don't water it, you don't nourish it, you don't take care of it, you don't invest in it. 
Um, I can plant a seed and walk away. And now, you know, the seed didn't die in the ground because I didn't come back and check the soil. I didn't put water on it. I didn't make sure that when it got too bright outside, I put some shade over. Like, you have to really nurture your business. I be, and I know a lot of people can pair their business to, oh, you know, that's my second baby or that's my only baby if you don't have any kids. And it is a lot like that. You have to, when you have a baby, you have to take care of that baby a whole lot in the beginning than you do when they get a little bit more independent. And then they get in middle school and high school. And next thing you know, they're in college. And so you're still there for them, but not in the same way where you were teaching them how to walk and potty train and had to feed them. So the same with your business. Your business needs constant care. It needs constant nurturing. And you only get in what you get. You only get out what you put in. And that's, again, with life, but especially with business. My number one um, question that every student has asked me or anybody that is interested in this business. Well, how did you get clients? How did you get clients? How did you make money? How are you able to do it for a living? I always had a passion for it, but I wasn't able to ever figure it out to be able to make a living. So I just went to work or I chose another profession. And what I have to say to that always is that clients don't fall out the sky you're not going to get anything out that you don't put in. You have to put in. So that's what I was saying. You have to put in the work. You have to put in to get out. So I do something for my business every single day. Um, even if that means I'm resting for days just so I can re- relax, rejuvenate, get that creativity flowing, get those juices flowing every single day. I got to make sure that I'm doing something for my business because I'm constantly putting in so that I can constantly get out. It's almost like with a bank account. You can't make withdrawals when you don't make any deposits. And so, like I said, the number one question I always get asked is, how do you get the clients? How do you get the clients? And I'm always like, what are you doing? Because when you tell me your answer, that's usually where I can find out why you're not getting the clients. You're not consistent. You're not persistent. And you're not doing the work. Doing the work is... I am reaching out to people every day or I'm meeting people constantly, whether that be um, offline or online. Um, I'm building relationships. I'm building connections. I am letting everyone know what I do. Other people are letting other people know what I do because I've built these relationships and these connections. I'm reading a article. I'm staying up to date on my industry. I'm doing research. I'm thinking of ways outside the box that I can connect with clients or connect with people to share what it is I do. Because at the end of the day, it's not really about selling. It's about letting people know what you do. Brand awareness. I don't hard sell anyone, especially not at this point, but it's more about this is what I do. And when you're sharing with someone what you do and they're sharing what they do, it's an automatic, like if they need you, they're going to say that. If they know someone that may need you, they're going to say that. And you're going to keep that relationship going and not like, oh, well, I told them what I do. They didn't hire me on the spot, so I'm not going to keep up with them. I'm going to let them fall off. And now you're out of sight, out of mind to them. So you got to maintain and nurture relationships and you got to start within your own circle. A lot of times people want clients, but they're not 
they're thinking a complete stranger is going to hire them. And most of the time, one, people really like referrals. So most of the time, people are going to ask for a referral for anything. Even with me, I don't really bring on, hire anybody personally or professionally without some referral for the most part. It's very rare I just hire a stranger completely and I don't know them. And even if I do, that means I've been following them. I've been reading their newsletters. I see them on social media. And so now I feel like I know them enough to be like, I think I want to purchase from them. Whether I've watched their webinars, heard them speak, all of the things. So I say that to say that that's part of doing the work. And I'm saying this more so for beginners because people who are already in it, for the most part, know what they need to do. But doing the work is looking at your data figuring out who your customer is, figuring out where they're at, being where they're at and building those relationships authentically. You have to make relationships with people before you try to sell them. By the time you try to sell them, it's already too late. So you need to be working on the relationships beforehand. Before I had a client, I was already building relationships with boutique owners and designers so that when I got clients, I would already have the relationship to ask to pull. You can't wait till you need something to hit somebody up to try to build relationships. It doesn't work like that. So that's why you got to constantly be working what you need before you need it. And I'm very big on building those relationships, nurturing those relationships. Relationships are really everything. They are the foundation and core of your business, whether that be peers that you can collaborate with, photographers, hair, makeup, or boutique, designers, vendors, or clients, as well as y'all can promote each other. I can let people know about your business. You can let people know about my business. So that's where your peers come in because you don't have a coworker when you're a business owner. The other thing is, you know, I always encourage people like, what are you a part of? Oh, I'm part of the tennis club, PTA, a sorority, a church group. Start there. Those people at least already know you exist. They know something of your character, your personality. And now you're letting them know, hey, um, Y'all always know me to be a fly dresser. Um, and I've, you know, y'all always compliment me on what I wear. I just want to let y'all know I'm now doing this as a business. It's not a hobby anymore. And I'd love to work with y'all or anybody that you know. Because the thing is, I always add the anybody you know, because everybody's not going to be your client and everybody you know is not going to be your client. And they may not need you because they love to shop or they have their own style they don't want anybody to help them with. But everybody knows other people. So you want to always put it out there so that they can always tell somebody else. You want to be, you know, personable and friendly and authentic. Um, like I said, I never just hard sell anybody. I always just present. This is what I do. And if people are interested, then they'll automatically and naturally ask questions. And they'll keep me in mind because I'm adding them to my email list. They're following me on social media. I'm following them back. And so you're building a relationship. I'm not saying you got to make everybody your best friend. There's not enough time to be friends with every single person you meet. I have probably less than five friends, like people I consider my friends that were close and is beyond just a professional relationship. But I have probably over a thousand people that I know that I've communicated with throughout the year, checking in on people, seeing how they're doing, seeing people's updates on social media in their life. Oh, congrats on your promotion. You know, happy anniversary. Congrats on the new baby, the new job. The So, so you could keep those relationships going, even if you don't talk to people every week, every month. Um, shoot, every quarter, but you're making sure you're communicating with people throughout the year and having communication tools like a newsletter, a style tip, 
so on and so forth, engaging with people. Every person that comments on my page or likes a picture, I try to make sure I go back, look at their page. I reply to their comment. I thank them. I engage with them. It's you have to figure out, though, the process because it can be overwhelming. Like, oh, my God, I have to do all of the things. You have to figure out what makes sense for you. For me, it's being really organized so that I can get stuff done. One of my assistants I was working with yesterday, because yesterday, oh my God, it was bananas. I had a really busy day. I have a busy week, actually. So this podcast might be shorter than all the others because I have clients back to back. I got to get out of here and go shop. Uh, I was out shopping for a client yesterday as well as filming content so that we don't have to film for two months. So we were trying to film a bunch of content. And then I had another client. I had to film her style session. Uh, I was having issues with my iPhone. So I just had a lot going on. It was a very long day. And then my daughter wanted to go out on a dinner date. So I needed to make time for that. So I say that to say you have to be really organized, I find. Like if I wasn't organized, I don't know how I would get anything done. But my only issue is that I always try to do too much because I am super organized and I don't probably pack enough time like oh, I'm gonna do something at 10 11 12 when I know I probably need to pack in some time for oh you know what this may take longer or I'm not gonna get it done as quick so don't schedule something every single hour try to put some gaps in there so you have time so that's probably where I mess up I'm over ambitious and trying to get as much stuff done as possible and making sure that, oh, okay, if I get a lot done now, that means I can move ahead tomorrow and the day after and get even more accomplished. So I just like to get a lot of things done. That that probably would be my um, flaw with being super organized and thinking I can get more done than sometimes time will allow. The flip side of that, though, is not having any kind of structure or organization. So now you feel like nothing's getting done because you're not planning it out on what you're going to do. And like I told my student, I was like, you need to break it down. Your goal is to have a website. Your goal is to style these five clients, get their testimonials, get their pictures. I would do in the first week is reach out to the five people and get them scheduled. They're not all going to be scheduled on the same day. So go ahead and spend a week trying to coordinate schedules with all the different people. Get them on the calendar. Go ahead and think about what you're going to write. Second week, go ahead and think about what is the copy. That's the copy on your website. That's the words that are going to be on the website. That's your about page, putting your packages together, figuring out the prices. That's second week. Third week, hopefully you've been styling some of these people that you've scheduled with. You're getting the pictures. You're reminding them to send you a testimonial because asking for a testimonial one time is not going to cut it. Sometimes you got to remind clients every week until you get it. And that's another thing. You have to follow up with people. People think it's a one and done. Nothing is one and done. Uh, For the most part, the money is in the follow-up, is in the consistency, is making the notes. If I reach out to you this month and you're like, oh, you know, I'm busy, but I am interested. Reach out to me the end of summer after the 4th of July. Trust and believe I'm making a note. Call such and such after the 4th of July. Call such and such the end of July. I'm keeping notes with every single person I talk to, and I am following up when they said to follow up. And you know what? When I follow up with them then, and they're still like, oh, you know what? My bad. Hit me after Labor Day now. I just done got too busy, caught up, whoop, whoop, whoop. Trust, I'm hitting them until they basically tell me no. My thing is, it's not a no until they point blank tell you no. So that means you be consistent, you follow up, you try not to let people fall through the cracks, Because that is where the money is. The money is in the consistency, it's in the persistency, and it's in the focus. So 
That is what you have to do. I find it's not enough people doing that. Oh, I sent out a newsletter. Nobody responded. I mean, I even did that at one point. Um, I was told to be consistent with style tips and newsletters and things of that nature. I did it for like six months. I was like, I don't see anything happening. And I stopped. And they were like, my coaches were like, no, you have to be consistent. People are watching even if they're not saying anything. So I was like, okay. So I started again. I've been doing it ever since for, I think, four or five years straight now. Every week. Every month. And I finally started to see a response from people um, I see, I look at the data. That's another thing. You got to read the data. I look to see what the opens are, the clicks are, what time they're, um, reading the email. So maybe I need to set it at one thirty every week. And that's the time it seems like people are opening, but I got people responding like, Oh, I use your tips to get dressed or, um, this is how I was able to build my style. Thank you. People have booked appointments, so on and so forth. So people are paying attention and the, it's in the consistency for sure. Regardless of what it looks like or feels like, or if you don't feel like you're getting the response yet, trust and believe it's happening. The other thing is if you're going to grow and you want to start talking about sponsorships and partnering with corporations and bigger brands and, and maybe even influencer and ads and affiliates, you're going to have to have some content for you to be able to do that. Like I'm finally getting paid for wearing clothes basically like when I wear something from a certain retailer and they have an affiliate link I'm getting paid because somebody liked the outfit and went to that link um I'm getting paid because now I have ads that go with my business are they're complimentary to my business on my website not none to take away from the experience of going to my website but being able to use the fact that I have content and leverage that to turn it into income. So like that is another reason to create it. I'm about to go after sponsorships with corporations and I'm talking about like big money, five figures, six figures or whatnot. And the fact of the matter is I've tested everything. I've gotten data points from my customers. Oh, they love to travel. They're between these ages. This is how much money they make. They're single. They're married. They're this, they're that. Because I've actually done the work, throwing sip and shop parties, communicating with clients, collecting data on the clients that shop with me, that I service, asking them for their feedback so that I could level up to this point in my business. So you want to think about all that kind of stuff in the beginning. I didn't even think about none of this stuff in the beginning. All of this is stuff I started to learn as I grew my business, as I got exposed to more. Um, I was talking about this with a friend the other day. Like there are so many millionaires, like black women, young women, like under 40 and 50, they're the millionaires. Now, you know, when I was growing up, I wasn't even exposed to that. Like the only millionaires are the only people that were wealthy were celebrities or entertainers or sports. And now it's so many people that are doing their thing in business that are creating this generational wealth for their families and for their communities. And it's like, when you can see that, it's possible. Like, you can't be what you don't see. And now that we can see those possibilities, it has expanded my own vision to grow beyond what I thought I could. I mean, when you first got in business, the goal was just, oh, you know, if I can make my 50000 or, oh, 
let me get to a hundred thousand or ooh, once you surpass those goals, of course it gets a little bit higher, but I never even thought about millions until the last few years. Now I was like, okay, I'm trying to get to that first mill. They say that's the hardest one. Once I get past the million, it should be, I don't want to say smooth selling because more money, more problems in regards to there's different, um, I don't want to say problems, but there's different pros and cons that come with every level as you level up. And a lot of people say, you know, new blessings as well as new devils come as you keep going to different levels. But there is going to be other things that I don't concern myself with now that I have to concern myself with then. One, let's talk about taxes. That's going to be another episode. But of course, the more money you make, the more you're going to have to pay in taxes, which is not something I worried about when I made less. So, you know, there's a lot of different things, but I just want you to think about what is doing the work for you if you want to be an entrepreneur, whether it is in fashion or not. As I tell people all the time, fashion, hair, makeup, business is business. And what you do behind the scenes of running a business applies to all businesses. All businesses need marketing. They need sales. They have to have structure. They have to have um, bookkeeping, finances, CRMs. CRM is customer relationship management tools, so whether that be a MailChimp or Hootsuite. I mean, not Hootsuite, um, MailChimp or um, what is it? HubSpot. Um, Hootsuite is something that you can use for social media though. But like all of these different programs that can help keep your business automated and systems, all of that is definitely going to come into place as you try to grow a business beyond just you doing everything yourself. And as you bring on a team, now you have to deal with people and their personalities and delegating work and figuring out, you know, what makes sense. There's a lot that comes into play. It can definitely be overwhelming, but that's why I say you have to break all your goals out, whether that be daily to weekly, so that if I'm trying to accomplish accomplish something in 30 days, I know what I need to do every week or every day of every week so that by the end of that month, I've hit that goal. So that is what doing the work is for me. I want you to think about what doing the work is for you. And I'd love to hear about what is doing the work. And if you have any questions or feedback, I'd love to hear about it. Um, I do post that these podcasts are available. Um, you know, I post on social media that the new episode is available or that the podcast exists, so to speak, so that people can come and listen. So I'd love to hear feedback, what you want to hear about, I can talk about, touch on. I'm going to also be bringing on guests soon um, to share their journeys. Everybody's journey is different, but I just really want to stress to y'all all the different tips and ways so that you don't have to go through all the things I did or to me, take as long to get there. Like, you know, some people have created their business and got to a million dollars in a year or two or three because they knew more and were able to get a better head start. And the more you know, the better head start you have. I got in this business in my 20s, didn't know nothing, and literally learned everything from the ground up. So I just want to be a resource, a help, and doing a podcast is a great way to be able to do that. So I hope y'all have a stylish week. Like I said, I got to get to work shopping for these clients and get them situated. Um, I'm basically booked up at least I think it's a next Thursday um, with nonstop, no days off. So I'm definitely looking forward to a day off once I get the situated, which is why I say you really got to get yourself together in regards to your calendar and your organization because I just basically overbooked myself not thinking that I didn't schedule some time off or some downtime. I'm going to squeeze out a nap somewhere between now and next Thursday. But that's it. I got to just, 
you know, I always say I got to get it while people want to give it to me. So, um, I got to get back to work, but I hope y'all have a stylish week. I hope this episode was informative and helpful and I love y'all feedback and I hope y'all have a great holiday weekend because it's Memorial Day coming up. I'll be working all weekend, so I won't really be able to enjoy it like that, but I hope y'all do. Chat soon. Take care.